0: Hello and welcome to the weekly VM Campos Comic Book Club. I'm your host, VM Campos. This is the podcast where I review a comic book, new or old, from my collection and rate it on the factors of the cover art, interior art, plot, and enjoyability of the book on a scale of one to five. And then I tell you to get it or shred it. This week, I'm reading Homesick Pilots Number 1, published in 2020 by Image Comics. First of all, a little background info, as usual. The only thing that I knew about the comic was the little bit of research that I did when I featured it in my New Comics Coming Soon YouTube series, where in about a minute I tell you about the new comics coming soon. And so this one stood out. It's an issue number one. And it's basically, the shortest synopsis is Punk Rock and Haunted Houses. Besides that, I don't really know the creative team, what else they've worked on before. But just with that description, it kind of sold me. Because I like Haunted Houses, I like horror movies, I like punk rock, alternative, that sort of music. And so the melding of those two is pretty nice. And Image Comics has been publishing a lot of great indie titles in the last several years. If you're only up to date on the Marvel and DC books, there's a whole world out there. Image Comics, Dark Horse, IDW, Boom, etc. That has a variety of alternative comics that you really should check out. And so on to the review of Homesick Pilots number one. First of all, the cover. I have a cover A. It's a very enjoyable cover. It features the main character, Ami. She looks very ghostly, quite in the center of the book. Right below her is the haunted house that I mentioned. We've got various palm trees in hot pink that almost look like blood splatters. And if you look closely in the shrubbery, those are skulls. So it's got this great aesthetic, this cover. I really like it. The name of the comic is written like graffiti. There's a lot of like grungy aspects of the cover like a distressed sort of cover, so the contrast between the cartoony style of the character plus the rock show poster aesthetic plus the haunted house I think makes for a very good cover. I'll give this a 5 out of 5. It's a bit of a pastiche of concepts, which I enjoy. The artist, Kaspar Wingard, is to be commended. He's also the interior artist. So I really like when there are these covers that really stand out compared to the competition. And I think Homesick Pilots number 1 does a good job of it. Interior art, as I said, is by Caspar Wingard. We've also got Aditya Bidikar as the letterer, Tom Muller as designer, and Erica Schnatz as production artist. Together they create some nice visuals throughout the book. It takes place in Santa Manos, which is somewhere outside of Los Angeles, and is a mishmash of Southern California tropes. It's got a beachfront ferris wheel, quiet suburbs, the big city in the distance, and a hot music scene. I enjoyed how the environment was created, that it does feel like a sense of place within the town, within the outskirts, out at the beach, in the house itself. So environments are great. Characters are also drawn very well. They are more towards a cartoony style of characters, although it's very realistic. There's a good sense of action, like when one of the characters is jumping a skateboard over a cop car. When they're all running away from the cops, the panels are are in rapid succession and multiple colors. There's a great shot when the characters enter the house two groups of characters enter from two different places, and they end up meeting somewhere in the middle. And we see a sort of cutaway shot of the whole house as they move from room to room. Each room is like a panel. And I did have to read the whole sequence twice, because some of the characters enter from one side of the building, and some enter from the other. But if you read from left to right, it kind of gets a little bit jumbled out of out of order. They tried to have your eye flow with the word balloons, but at a certain point I was reading the end of a conversation, and then I had to start on the other end of the house to then get the conversation in total. So um, I I don't know how else that could have been done. It's a very creative use of, of panel layout, time, and space, and that's what comic books are great at. It's not just the words, it's not just the pictures, but it's their combination, their juxtaposition, and that makes this one of the best art forms out there. I'll give the interior art also a 5 out of 5. Good job, team. Next up, the plot, and that's written by Dan Waters. I'm going to give this also a 5 out of 5 because it does many things at once. We begin the first few pages of the book a little bit in the future, or some amount of time in the future, with a lot of action happening, a lot of scary stuff happening, where peacefulness is interrupted by a lot of horror. The main character, Ami, appears. And I don't want to give too much away, of course, because this is just on page three. She says, I wish that we'd never gone to see the nuclear bastards that night. And then sh- things shift to a few weeks ago. We then shift to that point where Ami and her friends, her own band, the homesick pilots, are going to watch the aforementioned nuclear bastards in an abandoned bowling alley throughout that we are getting an omniscient narration from ami about what had happened so we get that sort of sense of different time periods it's a sort of dense mature storytelling where we jump to different points in time and we have this narrator we also experience things in that real time so story-wise i think waters does a great job character-wise i'm not completely sold on the sort of interactions of the characters, I get a sense that, that, that they're a little British. Maybe it's the it's maybe it's the creators, maybe it's the writer, putting in a variety of like Britishisms. Kind of hard to pinpoint, but I kind of feel like the characters are not really in a Southern California beach town. Um, just little things like one character saying "What's that now?" You know, that I don't think that's Southern California jargon, and a couple of other things here and there. It just it just feels like there's some like British. And again, I don't know. Anything about the creative team behind things. So, so I guess that would just chip things off a little bit. Okay, we'll give it a 4.75 out of 5. The plot overall is very enjoyable. I think the characterization... The main character, Ami, she's very tormented. We have these other orphan characters. It's just that the speech between some of them is a, is a little bit off. At the very end, which of course I will not reveal, um, that's another point in time, perhaps? Kind of a cool, shocking end of a revelation of the story. So... Kudos to Waters. The enjoyability factor. I'll give it a 5 out of 5. I really liked the visual aspect of the book a lot. Like I said, when they're wandering in that house, I think that's one of the most interesting two-page spread in a comic I've seen in a while. There's also a great full page of four panels of that scary house, where we see it off in the distance. All the windows blacked out. Next panel... An eerie glow from the top window. Next panel, morning is breaking. And then the final panel, the sun is rising with more light inside the house. So I like that sequence of time there. There's a little bit of narration going on in there. All that I'll say there, it says, neither of us were. You have to read it yourself. So there's many great aspects of the book to give it my rating. Great environments. Interesting plot. I like how it jumps to different points in time characters are set up pretty well. They're tormented, they're orphans, they're in a band, they're just trying to get by, running from the cops, smoking and drinking. Ami's band, the homesick pilots, they want to play their gig in that haunted house and it doesn't go well. So I can't wait to see the next issues. I like the, the preview image for issue number two. I think it really stands out. It's it's sort of a juxtaposition of the first issue, but like just like way more over the top weird. So I can't wait to see where else this, this series goes. Should you get it or shred it? Get it. I sort of feel though it might be better to wait for the trades, the trade paperback, the collection, I know that for myself, I like to read comics as single issues, little by little. Although the problem with that is I read a lot of comics, so things might get jumbled up. I might look at one story, I look at another story, and then I eventually have to get back into the groove of the other story. And I know a lot of people like to read trades, so when this gets collected, I think it's five issues or so, um, the totality of the story might be very interesting and it flows. But I'm not a big binge person, I don't like to binge a lot of TV or comics. So in my case, I like the individual issues. So I would say get it if you want a slow burn look at punk rock and horror comics. So that was Homesick Pilots number one. What do you think? Does it sound interesting? Do you want to check out the book yourself? Have you read it? Tell me about it in the comments. And if you like this review, perhaps consider going over to my Patreon, patreon.com slash VMCampos. You can pledge at $1 to unlock exclusives, such as contests, giveaways, longer videos, and all that stuff. At the $2 tier, I will mail you some comic books in appreciation. Or if you can't quite pledge at the moment, no worries. Simply follow on Patreon to be alerted to what I do there, and I put a lot of free stuff there. But seriously, consider starting 2021 by helping out your favorite creators and pledging at the $1 tier to unlock the good stuff. It'll be part of the VMC crew, and it makes me feel so good when I get a new notification that someone has joined the Patreon. I would totally appreciate it. So once again, I read Homesick Pilots, number one, published in 2020 by Image Comics. This has been the weekly VM Compost Comic Book Club, and I'll see you next week.